Welcome back to whatever we want, a podcast about celebrating storytelling. We talk movies, TV shows, video games, and beyond. This week, we are talking about the movies that turned 10 this year. How are you doing, Daniel? Doing pretty good, dude. You just yeah. got back to California. It's kind of yeah. sad. Yeah, but uh, back to being warm. Although it's a little chilly. Chillier than LA temperatures normally are. Oh, oh um, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I literally just had to, like, shovel, like, two days ago. Oh. Sucks for you. I have to shovel this BS that you keep giving my way. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, could, I see Daniel and I are both sporting hats. You're not wearing my Christmas present I got to you. No, no, no I that was That kind of hurts. I see, I see how it is. Uh, Daniel also just woke up for those. I did. Yeah, I'll put it on. It was right behind you. What do you mean? I was <laughs> going to. You literally didn't even get it up out of your chair and you found it. No, no, no. It was, it was hiding between the, the things. That's why I didn't see it. Because I, I have all my hats. You just like a thing. So Daniel and I are both sporting. Yeah. Dude, um, I love this hat. It's so the uh, trucker hat, Star Wars collection. Mine says Tashi Station, Tatooine Tashi Station. Daniel says I got him the one that says Scarif Beach, because um, yeah. I, I know you always wear your other one. So yeah, gonna be cool. The the Mustafar one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for putting that on, man. Now we can get into it. Now I <laughs> like okay. Now I feel good. Gotta take care of that. Nah, <laughs> You can't stop 2024 on the wrong foot. I know we had an episode uh, in 2024 already, but this is our first episode we're recording in 2024. Um, and we always like to, or we're starting to try a tradition of looking back at movies that turn 10 each year towards the beginning of the year. So we're looking at the movies of 2014. And you're going to discuss, like, do we even remember these? Were they dude, good? We that 2014 is 10 years ago, dude. That's freaking... Yeah. We started high school wrong. in 20. Oh, don't, dude, don't. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Are you ser- we did. I know. Our I was talking to my sister because she's having her five year reunion, and like like our class didn't do one, but our ten year reunion is coming up in like three years. That's crazy. I'm not happy about that. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm not, not happy. Um, maybe we should do an episode of this like maybe halfway through the year where we look at movies that are like twenty years old or something like that. I don't know. We can go through like the decades. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Let us know if you want that. But anyways, so last year and this year kind of doing the same thing. I split it up into kind of like segments a little bit, and they don't always fit perfectly into like each category. But we're just going to run through these categories and talk about like our thoughts on these movies, if they've held up. And at the end, kind of determine like what was the best movie of that year, I guess. And maybe in 10 years, we'll be doing this again with uh, 2024 movies. (laughs) Um, Remember 10 years ago? Dude, that's going to be gross. (laughs) be so gross <laughs> yeah we'll be 34 and 35 no <laughs> like, i'm not gonna let that happen i'm not making it that far <laughs> I, will not be 34. Uh, I have uh, a limit uh, no yeah all right so starting off we got our superhero movies uh do okay. you remember what movies came out in 2014 there's some big ones uh, I don't. I, we don't have to really? quiz you. That's not the point of this one. Yeah, so, yeah. I was gonna say, dude, because uh, with how much Marvel <laughs> stuff there is, that'd be that'd be so tough to track. I I actually remember the Marvel one that came out this year because it is it is my favorite Marvel one. It's Captain America: The Winter Soldier that came yeah. out this year or ten years ago. That's a good one, dude. Like that's. I think we should also say what's the best out of every category. That might be it for me. Um, yeah. But also in this category, I have the Amazing Spider-Man Two, so Andrew Garfield's Tasm Two. Which honestly is getting kind of a resurgence. I've seen people are kind of yeah, like no, it definitely back has been to it. I need to give it another shot because I don't think I've watched it since at least like 2016, 2017, probably. Yeah. Um, whenever I still had cable, I think I watched it like on TV when it just popped up. 
and it's been a while since I've had cable. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jake, you know me. I'm a Toby guy, but, like, uh... Yeah. And the, the suit was good. Oh, the suit is, like, possibly the best bit. And the swinging. Yeah. I will give the it The swing was on The swinging on part, was yeah. fantastic. That opening yes. shot, I think it's in Tasm too, when he's, like, falling, and then just, like, the ripple in his suit. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And then it tracks him, like... Yeah, the I was yeah. hoping Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies would improve on that because it was so good in um, Andrew Garfield's, but they just didn't. Like, they didn't even come close. Dude, that, that reminds me of a funny clip I saw on TikTok where it was, like, uh, somebody, like, was wearing the, the Tom Holland skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, <laughs> like swinging. And it's just, like, him, like, web-zipping and, like, running and, <laughs> and like, jumping. Like yeah. like, yeah, I only swung five times in, like, three minutes. And I'm just, yeah. like, damn. Like, <laughs> you kind of wow. do be like that, though, it in is. those movies. We should do, yeah. like, a Mad Libs where we take the three Spider-Man movies and pick elements from each one and, like, make, like, the ultimate Spider-Man movie. Like, we could do, like, from Tom Holland's movies, we take, like, how it's a part of the bigger Marvel universe and, like, other characters could come in from, like, mm-hmm. Toby's universe we could take like his portrayal of like peter parker from garfield's universe we take his portrayal of spider-man and his swinging and suit and stuff and we just like pick yeah. the best elements from each one like toby we take the villains from that one and it's just like we make the ultimate spider-man movie which one's the best aunt may though that's the question uh i don't know i kind of I would need to look back at them. They were all decent, but they were all kind of very different in their portrayals. Yeah. Like, it's hard to compare Marissa, to- Marissa Tomei to, like, Toby's Aunt May. Because, like, yeah. they're so aged different. <laughs> it is weird to think about. Cause... We're talking sex appeal, then Toby's Aunt May for sure. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, dude, Uncle Ben knew what he was getting, dude. Got it was dog in him. The reason he was crying when he was dying, he was like, I can't leave that Aunt May behind <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> Just that. Not losing Peter, not, like, nope. dying. <laughs> oh, Aunt May. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we kind of got off on a chan- tangent. Also in the superhero genre, we've got X-Men Days of Future Past. Came out in 2014. Um, that's the one where they, like, go back in go time. back in time? Like, they send like, the mind back thing? Time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like the concept like the idea of how they sent him back but i do like him being back yeah like, and, and all of that stuff i just don't like the initial like setup and like oh the celestials are coming and they keep like jumping around it's kind of cool on paper but like i don't think it was executed too well like i i really could care less about when they were in the future because it was like whatever he's going to do in the past just changes this but i really liked like wolverine around in like the 60s and 70s or whenever it was just kind of yeah. like wreaking havoc it was kind of fun <laughs> yeah dude it, it was really Good, I agree. It's a good concept, but I don't know if it was executed the best way. Yeah. So yeah, still a decent movie. Um, then we all we've got the TMNT movie, the live action Michael Bay one. The first one came out. Oh Jesus! I think this one should get some credit for trying something completely new with TMNT, like live action. That yeah, is an interesting concept. I just I don't know if it was looking back. I have a lot more different interpretations or higher in my ranking of tmnt movies yeah and it's just like it was, uh, it's just cash grabby in my mind it always yeah. those michael bay ones always just felt like oh yeah you know let's do this it literally it was just for the toys explosions and yeah, yeah true he's just the toy guy maybe he's the toy taker or whatever <laughs> that fiddler guy <laughs> the <toy>. <laughs> <laughs> from the rudolph sequel remember <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 oh my god um but no, like even comparing it like that to like the latest like TMNT from 
from Nick. Seth Rogen. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's like that it's was so, it's way wildly more different interpretations. Art, artisanal. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 newest one with Seth Ro- that Seth Rogen did. It felt like it was yeah trying to be more like the source material, and that's what I feel like with a lot of Michael Bay movies is a lot about the explosions and action appeal, which does speak to a certain audience. And I think, and I honestly think this is also something to consider. Back in 2014, I was that audience, and I think back in 2014, I loved that TMNT movie. Like there were tons of explosions. I was a 14 year old kid, 14 or 15. I was like, this is sick. Um, and like they're they're like swinging around on their shells with tanks and stuff. I don't know if that was in the first one or the second one, but like now that I feel like my movie palette has matured a little bit looking back i'm like mm-hmm. that is just a lot of noise <laughs> which again is fine but, yeah so i think what i think it's a good it's good for its target audience and i was that target audience back then yeah so we can't you were, crap on it too you much. were the cash to be grabbed yeah, yeah my parents cash was to be <laughs> grabbed <laughs> um uh. and it, speaking of another cash grab with movies i also threw in transformers age of extinction in yeah this one and yeah. although I said I was the target audience for TMNT, I think I was also the target audience for Transformers. But by the time this one came out, I was so like, there have been too many of these already. Like, I can't go to another one. And I don't remember what this well, one was about. See, that's the thing. I hate when people say that about the Transformers movies, if I'm being honest. It's just, it's not that there's been too many. It's just that they're written badly. Because it's a cool concept. It's a, it could be a coolly expanded universe. Like how it was with like the animations back, you know, and in our parents' times, but it was just they didn't stack well with each other. They just didn't, they weren't leading to anything, which they should have been. And even now with the with the new reboots and all that, like the latest one, like like latest one was like fun, but like again now it's just it's still not building the way it, it should be, you know. Well, Michael Bay directed Transformers: Age of Extinction. Who directed the first TMNT movie? Was that not Michael Bay? No, he I produced the first. Oh, he TMNT. just produced it. Oh my bad. So it was yeah. Jonathan. Leibsman. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Man, Michael Bay. What a year. 2014, the year of Michael Bay, I guess. Okay. So, I mean, there are some other ones that we maybe could put into that superhero genre, but I kind of have them in like a separate category. So just out of those, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, TMNT, and Transformers Age of Extinction. What would you say is your favorite uh cap definitely cap. yeah it's just it's just oh a wait breed, dude. wait a minute wait a minute dark horse yeah. i forgot about another marvel movie that came out in 2014 that i think is the only movie that has a chance to dethrone in cast america the winter soldier guardians of the galaxy one also came out that year i forgot oh dang i thought that was the next year but i guess that makes sense uh because there's a big jump right between when they they came out yeah. So, ooh. <laughs> ooh. But also don't like this way you just, because it's like a new, like, aha, secret competitor, new challenger has approached. Like, but no, because, Gar- dude, Guardians, Guardians opened switched up so up much everything. for just yeah. Marvel. Yeah, it, dude, it, it started to define space in such a fun and creative way. And it's like... I do think looking uh, back... If I were to choose, like, given the option to watch either one of those right now, I feel like I would lean towards Guardians. Yeah, no, agreed. But I will say this, though. I wish we had more Marvel movies like Winter Soldier. Yeah. Because we haven't really had that tone. Have you been watching Echo? 
Oh, that's out already? Yeah, I dropped like last week all the episodes. Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, dude, dude, I still wait for it to drop. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I, I don't know. I'm, I do. I'm kind of Marvel fatigued. Like, I haven't watched What If, I haven't watched Echo. Like, I am falling off the train. What If's good. I feel like it was rushed at the end. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I worked on Echo a little bit. Like, I, my person I share an office with, the other coordinator, she mainly did the, uh, she was taking point on that project. So whenever she was out sick, I would just help out on that project. So I don't have a credit in that one. But like, yeah, yeah just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So you're saying Guardians or Captain America 2? I'm saying Guardians. Movie, top superhero movie of um, 2014. I was going to say something like, oh yeah, no, I was going to make this joke about the Michael Bay stuff. So, so if you told me that there is a movie about animal-like things... With huge explosions that Michael <laughs> Bay was a part of, you'd be talking about two different movies. Yeah. And 2014, that's weird. True. All right. <laughs> um, so next on this list, I've got what I'm considering like kind of classics where like you think mm-hmm. back on and these movies are, you're like, yeah, those are like really good movies and kind of stand the test of time. Don't seem like they, honestly, if you told me they came out before 2014, I'd be like, yeah, like they they've kind of had the legs to do that first one i have on this list is whiplash uh, have you seen whiplash i haven't i've seen a lot of clips and stuff dude it. you gotta see um, it did it's, it I think it's originally come from a short actually and then it was yes. then made into a full film yeah, yeah we studied that in my um film class um so the director i don't think had the funding to like get the full project made so he had they made they did like a scene like one scene where like jk simmons is bringing like the band director is bringing like the new kid in and then all of a sudden like jk Sim- the band director like snaps and like throws a chair at him and is like pissed at him for like being slightly off beat um and it's just like this super intense scene and they just filmed that scene um and they filmed it with jk simmons who ended up being the final band director and they actually filmed it with the guy in scott pilgrim who's like yeah and but he ended up not being the the lead in the final movie it ended up being miles teller um yeah yeah young neil or whatever his name was in scott pilgrim yeah but yeah it's dude it's a really good movie and like just very good filmmaking it's about like it it makes this band drummer sequence like just so intense like just this guy who wants to be in like the this prestigious school band which doesn't seem like it would be that dramatic but like it's freaking intense crazy dude yeah yeah you gotta see it all right, next. I haven't seen this one. I don't know if you have, but I, I know a lot of people talk about this. So I, and I don't, I don't know. But Kingsman: The Secret Service is that one of the good yeah. Kingsman movies? Is that one? That's uh, good. Or not? I don't know. If which there's... one is that? That's the question. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. That's the first. That's the one. first one. Yeah, the first. So one's I'm assuming great. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's amazing. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing all because here's the thing: people rotoscope the animation. Like or sorry, animation from like scenes in that dude, and it's hilarious. Oh, really? Because of the, all the action and stuff. Wait, like they that. rotoscope just... it to do what? What do you mean? So it was like, like, like for example, there's that one, like uh, the one I'm thinking of most recently was like that Luigi and Mario go to like the Oscars or whatever. And then there's like that one scene where like, they're, like they're gonna eat Mario and Luigi or something at the end. They're like, oh, we got two pigs on the menu. Huh? I have and, no and idea the, what you're talking it's about. Rig- but... It's rigmarole. Okay. You've never seen the rigmarole animation? No. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll look it up at some point. Well, then Mario throws Luigi a, a, a nine mil, and he just starts going to town. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude. 
All right, so we have Whiplash. We got Kings from the Secret Service. Next on this list, I don't know if this is viewed as a classic in the public eye, but I feel like this is a cult classic, and I'm a part of that cult. And that's Chef, the one with John Favreau. Where yeah. You like, have you, have you you've seen Chef, right? Yeah, we've seen Chef. Yeah. Yeah, dude, this one's oh my gosh, just him going around it. Like every time I see that, I'm like, I need to just quit my job and get a food truck and travel the country with my son, and I don't even have a son <laughs> or an ability to cook, it's, so it's, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Modern day. Modern day Kratos arc. That's really what it is. Just yeah, boy, make me make tacos with me, boy. It's actually Cuban <laughs> sandwiches, I believe. Daniel. Yeah, no, it was Come Cubans, on. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I love uh, Chef, dude. I, mean, I, I need want to rewatch Cuban, that. Dude. I think I last watched that in April. Yeah, I introduced that to my really? friend. Yeah. Um. So next, uh, on these classics, this is the last one I have in this. There are probably a bunch of others you could consider classics, but I'm putting. This is the last one in classics, and that's the Grand Budapest Hotel. That is uh, like a Wes Anderson one, Most, and I yeah. feel like any Wes Anderson installation is probably like. Yeah, I don't almost think I've seen it. I don't think I have either. So like, I feel odd judging it. Um, but out of those four, yeah, it's no, kind of tough seen to it. skewed point of view because we haven't seen yeah. two of these, but or I haven't seen two of these. You haven't seen two as well. Yeah. So, Whiplash, King's the Secret Service, Chef, and Grand Budapest Hotel. I feel like we've both seen Chef, so that automatically might have to make it the winner since we've both seen it. Yeah, but wait, you haven't seen Kingsman, is what you're saying. Right. I've seen Whiplash. Really? Yeah. Oh. I started... Well, what oh. happened? No, what happened, Daniel? I was at a sleepover in high school, going back to high mm-hmm. school, years ago, um, with uh, like some people from choir, and we they put on Interstellar, and we watched that. And my mind was, like, blown because it was, like, 2 a.m. We had just finished Interstellar, and I was, like, that mm-hmm. was the craziest movie I'd ever seen because that was when the first time I'd out? seen it. What? When that was, like, 2014. Wait, so, was that? Wait, wait, Interstellar? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Okay, I'm adding that to the classics. I think that's a classic, dude. That might be the I think that now. beats it, then. I think <laughs> that, that takes the cake. Up. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was watching <laughs> well, you're though. the one talking about it. And I'm like, wait, so, what was well, that? <laughs> we watched Interstellar and then it was like 2 a.m. And I was like, my mind is blown. I can't comprehend life anymore. And then I was like, so ready to collapse and just go to sleep. And then they put on Kingsman. <laughs> and I was like, it's 2 a.m. Like, I, I do not have the mental ability to like watch another movie. And so I just fell asleep. So that, and that was the mm. only uh, like exposure to Kingsman I had had. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah no. I'm putting <laughs> Interstellar there at the top. Yeah, agreed, dude. Agreed. Dude, the classes. actual like scientifically accurate black hole, black hole it, yeah. CGI artist like did research about well, they, how no, light well, would he react. Did research, but they had like a physicist come in to consult and like work with yeah. the CGI artist. It wasn't just yeah. the CGI artist like doing physics on its own. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. I'm just saying, like, yeah, dude. Imagine, like, imagine, like me. Doing <laughs> like that. I'm like, okay, how would this work? Uh, but no, dude. It's just crazy to see how that came out. I mean. Technically, I think what that's the illustration for a relativistic, non-spinning black hole. Daniel, but no still. one knows what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're smart. We get it. Okay. So, Interstellar is good, yeah. not just because of the scientific black hole, but also the story is just incredible. Dude, I, I, it was amazing. Yeah, sorry to bash on you there, but like you were about to go down a science rabbit hole that I personally did not want to go down. Yeah, okay. no, it's fair. I get it. It's whatever. It's all, right. all right. So out of the classics, we're putting Interstellar at the top. Yeah. All right. Next, we've got I have sci-fi slash fantasy slash action, and this is kind of a bigger mm-hmm. 
category. Um, so we've got um, Interstellar. No, we already <laughs> have that one. Uh, so we have The Hobbit: The Battle of the Five Armies, which is oh. the third Hobbit movie. Yeah, which I, we said was the worst one when we reviewed it, which I still stand by. They sh- oh my gosh, my coworker is reading The Hobbit right now, and she got 100 pages in and was like, okay, that's where the first movie ends. That's all I've seen is the first movie. And then she was like, they really shouldn't have made this a trilogy. Like, there was nothing that happened in that first 100 pages. Like, they shouldn't have, like, stretched that into three movies. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, the Battle of Five Armies definitely did not need to be a third movie. Um, okay. But yeah, The Hobbit. Any other thoughts on The Hobbit that we haven't said already I mean, when we reviewed it? I was, mean, it was more Bilbo, you know? Well, isn't this the one that, like... Uh, the dragon dies like immediately at the beginning of the first one. Yeah. Or beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like it, it's a huge buildup. Dragon dies, which means the mountains open and then the dwarves go in. And then due to that, the elves think that they have a right to some of the stuff. And then the primary armies all come together. Then Legolas Scooby-Doo's across the collapsing platform. Yeah. Next, we've got Godzilla, um, the 2014 version, which was the one Gareth Edwards directed who then went on to do Rogue One as his next film, and then he did The Creator. I don't think I've seen this one. I think I have, and it was okay. I read really... that Gareth Edwards, when he, he saw the latest Godzilla Minus One movie, and he mm-hmm. said he was jealous. Like, he appraised it and said congratulations to the filmmaker, but he was, like, he was so jealous that he didn't think of setting Godzilla in like post World War Two, like his Godzilla movie in post World War Two, like Godzilla minus one did, because it like opens up so many storytelling avenues. So it's cool that he like recognized yeah. that. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, next, we've got the uh, Hercules, the Rocks version. Oh Jesus, dude! No. <laughs> Have you seen that one? <laughs> uh, I think I did, but dude, it's just a blur now because I feel like it was so bad. I haven't. I didn't see it. I don't know. Oh, I, I was listening to another podcast, and I they made a good point. Like I feel like the action stars of like yesteryear of old, like all have like a franchise that like centers around them. Like you have, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise has like his Mission Impossible franchise. Arnold Schwarzenegger had like Terminator. Um, uh, Sylvester Stallone had like the Rocky movies and like Rambo. Mm-hmm. And, but like The Rock doesn't have that, and it's like really interesting like i feel like he was trying to with dc and now he like doesn't like yeah he's like crawling back to fast and furious apparently but like like, that's yeah it's not really his like i feel like the rock doesn't have anything and now he's doing like a24 movies like i don't know what the rock's doing man yeah i feel like if he I mean, he's well off. Like, he, he's, he is. A, he he's well off. And he, he already has been made as a character with, like, his origins with, like, wrestling and all that. But it's... True. He doesn't have, like, a franchise, I agree. though. He need, if he wanted to... Yeah, he needs a franchise or something. He needs a character or, or some kind of concept. I don't know if he needs he can, one. It's just interesting that he doesn't have one. No. Um, can I finish? Yeah, why are you saying he needs one? Yeah. If he, if he wanted to have the same kind of status as some of the others, like... Schwarzenegger or Tom Cruise. You think to, so? Like to that. Uh, I mean, he, okay. he he has done a lot. Like, and he's. But I don't know. Maybe maybe just the latest stuff with DC and Black Adam and all that kind of. Tainted. It's like tainting. Yeah, maybe like recency yeah. bias. It's like yeah, clouding our judgment. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Not Dwayne. Dwayne, please don't. No. Oh my God, Dwayne. <laughs> are you my door? Oh my God. <laughs> 
Hey, he's uh, gonna go for anyone. It's me. I'm here in LA. Like he's gonna come for me first. Yeah, I do. You no, maybe he'll go dude, for you, like because you least dude, expect it. Since you're no, right imagine when you went <laughs> when you saw, saw him in the movie theater. Uh huh. He's like, which one of you is Jake Sar? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it like comes up to you, like grabs you by the throat and like slams you, dude. Who's in oh, a franchise God. now? And I'd be like, you, because you just assaulted me in public. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, speaking of popular yeah. franchises, the next one on this 2014 list uh, that came out was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That was the first one, right? I I thought, I thought the first Apes movie came out in 2012. Well, the first of the remakes? Yeah. I don't know. Let me let me see. It was Rise of the Planet of the Apes was in 2011, and then Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was mm. 2014. That's one year off. So this wasn't the first one. This was the second one. Yes. To where well, of the remakes? Uh, yes, Jake of the remakes. I know the originals were way I'm back. I'm just making when. it clear for the audience. And- okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then no, the third but- one was War for the Planet of the Apes, which is 2017, and the newest one is coming out. I believe it's like Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes or something like that. That's coming out like the this year. One. I'm trying to remember what happened in the second one. Second one. The dawn. Isn't that when they start building like the the monkey army? Maybe. I don't know. And the third one, they have the monkey army. <laughs> there was something with monkeys going on. Monkey, monkey. All right. Um, I don't really remember much of that. That's like I said. I feel like dawn, Planet of the Apes are is like an unproblematic franchise that kind of slips under my radar most of the time. Yeah. And I think that is a good and a bad thing. Like in a case where you're ranking the best movies, I think slipping under radar is a bad thing. So in this case, it hurts it a little bit. In my yeah. ranking. Uh, next, we've got RoboCop, the 2014 remake. This had potential, but uh, wasn't fantastic. It wasn't really great do, in my mind. Yeah. This was my first yeah. exposure to RoboCop because I didn't really watch the first one because I was not alive. Um, and I was like, oh, that was okay. Um, but, like, it definitely – I remember even thinking back then, like, it definitely was a movie that, like, if it didn't have, like, the legacy and, like, the name of the old RoboCop attached to it, it would not – be considered good yeah, at all. No, it wouldn't be good. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh next we've got Edge of Tomorrow, which is the Tom Cruise one. I where I liked it the visually, but like I think the concept was interesting. It's the one where he like gets attacked by an alien and then gets injected with its blood and like every time he dies, oh, wait, he like no, goes back sorry, a day. That's a good one. No, I was thinking of the other one where he's like in a white ball and he has to like it's like a weird like prison loop thing that is he's that in. Is that Minority Report or is that a different one? No, I it's like a Minority different Report. one. Minority Report is really good. Uh, God, what was that one called? Either way, he's in some shit. But no, Edge of Tomorrow. That that is a good one. I, I did like that concept and how it was uh, it was done. Yeah, I feel like though this one didn't do well because like they they kept marketing it as Live Die Repeat. Like, all the marketing on the poster said that. Yeah. So, like, the, no one knew that it was called Edge of Tomorrow. Because that was just, like, a bad... Like, they should have named it Live, Die, Repeat, I feel like. Meh. Or just marketed it differently. I don't know. The marketing was, like, very bad, I remember, for that one. Uh, but that was yeah. good. Emily Blunt was in that one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember it being a good one. Uh, Lucy is the next one I have on this list. It's uh, one with Scarlett Johansson where she, like, yeah. unlocks 100% of her brain power. All her brain. And can, like, yeah. use the force and uh. stuff. Um. Yeah, yeah, the end doesn't she get to like metamorphosizing like anything or whatever? Like I don't control, remember. Like, all matter. I it just was... remember when when I when this came out, I was like, oh, Ugh. that's like this is when I was understanding the concept of like actors doing other movies. I was like, oh, that's not. I mean, I understood that concept, but like, yeah, 
her seeing Scarlett Johansson, I like recognized her. Oh, this is her from Black Widow from Marvel, and now she's doing like a different project. That's interesting. And that was like the first big one that I saw that she was doing like while she was also doing Marvel, and I just thought that was like interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then Need for Speed, a movie, also came out um, that year. <laughs> is um, that a sci-fi movie? <laughs> action. It's sci- okay, slash okay, fantasy okay. slash action. This is the kind of okay. the catch-all column. <laughs> yeah. So out of those, we got Godzilla 2014, um, The Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies, Hercules, The Rock, um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Robocop 2014, Edge of Tomorrow, Lucy and Need for Speed. What do you think is the best? Out oh, jeez. Uh, top of the, the list there is Edge of Tomorrow or uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I didn't think Planet of the Apes would do that well, but just the rest are just not fantastic. Are just not good. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a rip. Yeah. Um, I'll say. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes because it went on to continue to make like a franchise that kept building where Edge of Tomorrow just died after that. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So I'm just going to mark all these. I'm bolding each Back one. Back to that we monkey. Vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next column, I've got a smaller column. It's called Tween Angst because they're like some movies that that you when you see the movies, you understand. So the yeah, first I'll one I have it. on here is The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Okay, yeah. This is the tween angst column. Uh, so this is the this is where they started splitting the third book into two parts. I think part one was okay, but I think that one actor passed away like halfway through filming, so they had to kind of pivot. And I also don't no. think they should have split this book into two movies. Um, I think it was kind of a cash grab. And... I, I didn't uh, read those books or what? They were like good. after the first movie. You weren't an angsty tween. I wasn't a hungry one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, next on this tween angst list is Divergent. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I, I think it's the one where like she takes this test and then she like gets two results back and she's like, "Oh, I'm Divergent," and like you're not supposed to be Divergent or something. I don't know. I never read it or looked at it, but that's my understanding of it. Ooh, I'm angsty and tweeny and Divergent. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh wait, no, I had that one girl with the yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've saw that. No. Oh. Okay. And then the next one after that, on the tween angst, final one in this column is Maze Runner. That's one with uh. I know. I Did you see it. that one? Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, I think I haven't seen that one either. I feel like I guess I have to give it to Hunger Games just because it was also kind of part of a. I feel like Maze Runner was good. People rave about Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Ma- what Raze the Runner? heck? <laughs> Maze Runner. They're running all that raise. Um, I feel like I would give it to Maze Runner or Hunger Games Part 1. I don't think Hunger Games did well, like, ratings-wise. I don't know, dude. It's Those are the types of films where I think, especially at the time, I don't know, because, like, we were younger then. We were, we would have been a demographic, but I just didn't, just didn't I still think me. we were a little too old for that demographic at that point. Or, and also, I think this was maybe more catered towards girls, which was fine. But which makes sense, yeah. It didn't really appeal to me. Yeah. So, I'm gonna say Maze Runner, just because it was something different. Uh, I'll, than I'll the third agree. Games. All right. Yeah. Uh, next, I have like a miscellaneous, just palate cleanser. Into the Woods came out this year. Um, like you know, do you know Into the Woods? I'm not. I'm blank. Hold on. Wait, really? I'm. Yeah, I'm blank. Yeah, I'm I've heard of it. Meryl Streep was in it. Let me. 
into the woods. Into the woods. Into uh, the woods. It's a, it's like a it's an Disney. actual musical. My sister was in the musical. Oh yeah, that's why I didn't see it, dude. I'm a musical guy, you know that. All right, well, it's a good one. It's actually I remember I watched this on the bus to New York one time, on the bus ride back, and I suck at falling asleep during movies. I used to. I'm getting better, but like I I like to watch till the end, till it's like completed. Um, and the way Into the Woods is like set up, um, they like basically do like a whole movie and it feels like it's about to end and it's like they lived happily ever and then like a plot point from like the beginning comes back and like starts off the second half of the movie so like i was at the half i thought i was done and then it was like happily ever and then a giant stops them from finishing the sentence and then the second half of the movie started i was like are you kidding me like i just wanted to go to sleep like i cannot watch any more of this (laughs) uh yeah, no. You know what I think I've discovered about myself? What? From, like, digesting all the stuff from Media? And when it comes to, like, plays or, like, really musicals, I'm really... I just don't like really music in my... Dang. Like, singing, like, oh, like, like, I don't know, whatever stuff like Joker in, two, in my then. media, dude. Joker 2 is a musical. Pro- yeah, I'm probably not gonna like it. Well, you didn't see Joker 1 yet. Jeez, I probably won't like it that because of that. <laughs> uh but it's just like i don't know it's just that doesn't speak to me gotcha like i can get if it's maybe like a holiday thing you know really do you not like the disney animated stuff the what what do you mean like the og stuff any of the stuff like the little mermaids a musical you like the little mermaid what nah what about like the animation is amazing but i don't sit down and watch it lion king Lion King's good. I like Lion King. Yeah, Lion King. We rated but that Lion as like King, almost the Lion best. Lion King's more peppy. So like I'm good with that. <laughs> I like sarcastic musicals. Well. You should listen to yes. um you should listen yes. to Book of Mormon. It's like a very funny Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like preaching to you now. Trying to no, convert no, no. me here? No, no, it's, no it, I will, you will like this cuz it's the the writers of South Park. They wrote a Broadway musical. Okay, okay. And they wrote this and it's it's like really pretty funny. Okay, see, like stuff it. like that I can get behind. But so like, you like I sarcastic just, I musicals, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. not like straight, like, musicals, got it. I understand. But Into the Woods is yeah. good. Like, Chris Pine is, like, Prince Charming. And, like, we know he can sing, as in from Spider-Verse, remember? He did that holiday yeah. Yeah, yeah, playlist. Yeah. Meryl Streep's in. It's good. But anyways, that's just a little intermission, I guess. Yeah. Next, I've got comedies on here. Um, oh, boy. So we've got 22 Jump Street came out this year so that's the sequel to 21 jump street uh we have let's be cops which was um the two guys two of the guys from new girl i think they yeah. the concept is they like, like they impersonate I, cops yeah they, they're out on halloween and they have like cop they're going as cops and then like as they're walking the street someone thinks they're like actual cops and like stops doing a crime and then they just let the power get to their head and they just like give people like tickets and like i think they just and then they just get in over their head because like actual cops like have to like try to arrest them and then they're like on the i don't know the i don't know the concept that's i think what it is yeah. from the trailer um there's horrible bosses too uh which is the one where like they all hate their bosses and try to get them arrested or like killed yeah <laughs> there's tammy which is the one with melissa mccarthy um i don't know much about it and sure. then yeah neighbors uh which is the one with seth rogan and zach efron where like zach efron is uh in a he moves in next door to Seth Rogen, who's like trying to start his family, but 
Zac Efron is like just builds like big a party frat house. Yeah, next to him. That's a good one. I'm. I think I would give it to Neighbors or Twenty Two Jump Street. Agreed. I, I'm tempted to say Neighbors because it's a newer, it's a new concept. Twenty Two Jump Street is a sequel to Twenty One Jump Street, but it's still yeah, really I think the good. The first one was better. So I'll say I'll I'll give that to Neighbors. I agree to that. I really project. like Neighbors. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next we've got dramas. So I haven't seen a lot of these. The Theory of Everything. That's like a, kind of more like a biopic with uh, Stephen Hawking. Like Stephen Hawking is a kind of biopic. What? <laughs> you can't say it. Uh, Dude, you've, you've seen all the Stephen Hawking memes, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. I, I seriously don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? I don't know what. So you know Epstein. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's not get into that. <laughs> I've, I've, I see the beginning of those videos, and I scroll past it because I was just like, I don't want to look at this. Um, So... Yeah, Theory of Everything. That That's it? with the guy from um, uh, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Eddie or whatever his name. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he plays Stephen Hawking. I think he did a good job. I think I remember seeing that. We've got The Imitation Game, which I think is Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know what that one's about. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't even heard of that. It's during World War II. The English mathematical genius Alan Turing tries oh, to crack yes. the German Enigma code. Yeah, Wait, the, the yeah? Turing machine. So, so they, they Is it good? I haven't seen it. Uh, I've seen bits of it, but from what I've seen, it's really good because it's 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 funny because well not funny but like it's interesting to watch because you it's like he's fighting with obviously like the Germans right like that's the whole kind of thing not like not well, literally ninety percent like, on Rotten Tomatoes they're, they're trying to crack the code right yeah but at the same time they're having the traditional code breakers try to get it their way but then he's doing his thing with his machine but he's. He's having to fight with his own government and stuff like that because he's about to lose funding gotcha. and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so interesting. It's like this like, like logical thing. push and back and forth about like, hey, I can do it. I can do it. Right. But like nobody else is having that faith that, that after belief. so long that he can actually do it. Yeah. That's cool. Until he finally does. So Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, next is Unbroken, um, which is... A two, it's based on the 2010 nonfiction book, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's another World War II yeah. story of yeah. survival, resilience, and redemption. And I think it's like this track athlete, like, gets drafted and then, like, gets captured, I think. And, like, it's about him, like, not – his spirit not being able to be broken no matter what, like, the enemies try. And I, I've heard it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. The trailer. It had a lot of hype around it when it came out. Oh, maybe it's not pretty good. 51% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I'd, I've heard of it. Don't remember seeing it. I if I've, I was going to give it to like an era piece one. I'd give it to the the Turing one. Well, there's another one. We've got Birdman, which I've seen part of because we talked about it in my film class. But this is with Michael Keaton. So is that a wartime one? What is that a what's this was this group again? Uh, this is called dramas. Yeah, no, I was that. So yeah, I'm just saying, just between like those two. Oh, the war like ones. old war ones, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, well, in the so Birdman, uh, Riggin Thompson is a faded actor famous for playing a superhero named Birdman in a famous in a film trilogy. He is tormented by the mocking, critical, internal voice of his past self as Birdman and frequently, as Birdman and frequently vis- visualizes himself performing feats of levitation and telekinesis. It's like kind of a, an interesting, like weird one. But um, mm-hmm. oh, Zach Galifianakis, Galifianakis is in it. Emma Stone's in it. I think this is. Yeah. I think this is one that like, they it like barely cuts. Like I think they do a lot of hidden cuts, and like almost the entire movie I think is filmed as like a oneer. I think. 
Dang. Yeah. Originally conceived the film as comedy filmed in a single sh- shot set in a theater. And it's and it's like just technically very impressive, I think, what they did with it. I need to actually watch that because yeah. I haven't seen the whole thing. All right. But the theory of everything, the imitation game, Unbroken or Birdman, I'm, I would say either the imitation game or Birdman. I think you want to give it to imitation game probably. And I'd be okay giving it to that out of Hold these on. four. Why, yeah. why, why? So what, what do you want to give the best drama of 2014 when, out of that category? Well, what was the imitation game? That's the I'm one you just went on a huge rant about, Benedict Cumberbatch oh, taking the oh, code. That's oh what it was called. Oh my gosh. No, no, I thought it was called the Turing something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is I, 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 I see the visuals of terrible names, you know that. So it's just like, yeah. But so yeah, you want to no, give the imitation guess. game? Imitation game, yeah. Okay, 100%. I'm happy with yeah. that since I haven't really seen the other ones besides Theory of Everything. All right, next is another short category, it's just two. But in I feel like cr- people are going to be saying Birdman, but yeah. Uh, in crime that. slash thriller, uh, <laughs> we have Nightcrawler, which is um, one that is like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's like a journalist, or he's he's kind of like has a couple screws oh. loose, but he's like Dude. a journalist. <laughs> what? I thought you meant there's like an actual like X Men Nightcrawler movie. No, and no, I was no. like, what the fuck? When did no, that I happen? No, I think Jake Gyllenhaal like he's a journalist and he's trying to break into like the field, but he's not having any luck until he accidentally like stumbles he's like he just happens to be right place right time and like a uh, a crime happens like in front of him so he's like the first one to get the footage and like the only one to get it but by the time the other reporters get there like yeah their the crime is done and like gone so he gets like a ton of money for this one project and he gets like mm-hmm. kind of high on that feeling and now he goes and like actively like looks for crimes and i think even starts like instigating and this yeah um yeah. So he can be the first on the scene. It's just him like kind of devolving. So it's a pretty good one. Uh, And the next one, Google has sorted this here under crime slash thriller. It's Muppets Most Wanted. (laughs) In the same category as Nightcrawler, we have Muppets Most Wanted. Uh, Which is, uh, let me give the synopsis because I know Kylie wanted me to. Also, she loves this one. I told her this one came out 10 years ago and she was like, What? So, the Muppets along with Walter as their new member find themselves at a loss of what to do until Dominic Bad Guy suggests the Muppets go on a European tour with him as their tour manager. As the Muppets begin the tour, a criminal mastermind named Constantine, a near exact double for Kermit. That's the meme where it's Kermit versus Kermit in like the evil the Kermit. Evil. Oh the my comes god! From. So Constantine, a near exact double for Kermit in appearance, escapes from a Serbian. Or sorry, Siberian <laughs> Gulag. Oh, I thought, damn it, dude! Thought- <laughs> Siberian Gulag enjoins his subordinate oh, Dominic man, to begin a plot so to steal the crown jewels of the United Kingdom. Once the Muppets arrive in Berlin, Germany, Dominic ensures them a show at a prestigious venue. Frustrated with the group's in- incessant requests and Miss Piggy's insistence, they marry. Kermit goes for a walk at Dominic's suggestion. Constantine ambushes him and glues a fake mole onto his cheek before slipping away. <laughs> Mistaken for Constantine, Kermit is sent to the gulag. <laughs> Taking Kermit's place, Constantine blunders in imitating him. Uh, blunders in imitating him are co- covered by Dominic. However, Animal knows the truth. <laughs> After the Berlin performance opens with Constantine, who has a bad case of stage fright, freezing at the audience, Scooter has to introduce the show for him. Constantine and Dominic steal paintings from a museum while the Muppets perform. The next morning, Interpol agent uh, Jean-Pierre Napoleon and CIA agent Sam the Eagle grudgingly team up to apprehend the culprit, whom Napoleon believes to be his nemesis, the lemur, the number two criminal. Oh my gosh, this goes on for a while. 
but yeah, that's that the sounds plot. like a roller coaster, dude. I think we have to I give would, that number one. It gives it number one, yeah. <laughs> All right, one hundred percent, dude. And for the meme factor, dude, like there's just the Constantine. <laughs> yeah, it has <laughs> like transcended culture, like beyond just the movie. That's yeah. used all the time. All right. Next category, which I guess is more of a medium, but we have animation. Yeah. So we yeah, have... Yeah, baby. That's what I've been waiting for. Pixar did not have a movie come out this year. Really? Yeah. So we had How to Train Your Dragon 2. That came out this year. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We had Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Um, we had Big yeah. Hero 6. I okay. think that's a good one. That's going to be I was, potentially top. Bef- and then we've got the Lego movie. Another fantastic one. Penguins of Madagascar. They had that movie come out. Uh, Rio 2 and The yeah. Box Trolls. I personally think it's between Lego. Your Dragon 2, Big Hero 6, and the Lego movie. Yeah, that's tough. I'm giving it to Lego. Me too. Just because it, it did animation so differently, and it was it was just so well done. I mean, especially for that time with how, how realistic they were finally pushing things. with the, Yeah, the, like, the scratches and like imperfections in the Lego pieces. Yeah, just beautiful. Like, like, and, and just the techniques with the camera work that they're doing digitally to make it mimic and feel like it was like filmed, like stop like motion, like Lego stop motion. Yeah, yeah. like I that, completely that agree. Pushed, pushed the borders really between of like, is this, is this like, is this CGI? Yeah, yeah. or is I it like to, I need to? And also, yeah. this. I mean, one thing that might detract points from this. I feel like this is where Chris Pratt began his reign of terror over the voice acting <laughs> world <laughs> but this one i wasn't like turned off to it because i thought he was perfect for that role yeah and also i prefer this lego movie much over the the lego movie 2 lego movie 2 yeah. was good but it was not great yeah, yeah. i thought you said lego batman movie i was like i like the lego batman movie no lego batman movie's good i i, I like the sarcastic uh, like slap humor in that yeah. so i think it, i think it's pretty good i also have a soft spot in my heart for this one because i um when I first moved out to California in 2020 to intern for companies, the reason I interned at the company I interned for, Rideback, is because I saw their name in the credits for the Lego movie, and I reached out to them. I was like, hey, like I, you've worked on some movies I like, like the Lego movie, blah, blah, blah. And then they gave me an internship. Um, so, like, it was so cool. Like, their offices had, like, tons of Legos, like, all around um, that you could, like, build oh, yeah, like, dude. leave like, messages for your like, fellow coworkers. Um, they also, yeah, it was cool. I don't want to give away too many trade secrets, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the final few movies I have on here were kind of like probably could have fit into other places, but like I felt like these were like very 2014 movies. Like they came out in 2014. When I think of them, I'm like, yes, that definitely came out in 2014. And I haven't really thought of them since. So we have Maleficent. That's one with Angelina Jolie where it's like, a story of I know, like uh, I've seen it, but it's uh, Sleeping Beauty, but different. Uh, Was there a Maleficent two? I don't. Yeah, Cinderella. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, there was Maleficent, <laughs> Mistress of Evil. Uh, I think Maleficent, like, dude, it's so Jolie's weird seeing her as a protagonist. That's what. Uh, yeah, that, that's. I kind of do like the idea of like villains being protagonists when it's done right, but I still I don't remember if this one was done right or not. Like, I I would need to give it a rewatch. Mm-hmm. This is showing me some movies I should rewatch this year. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the next one is Dracula Untold. That's the one with Luke Evans, who uh, ended up he played Gaston in the live action Beauty and the Beast remake. Yeah, but he plays like Dracula to just another story of Dracula. I don't know what did this one get yeah. on like Rotten Tomatoes. It's funny because I did a tier list. <laughs> 
with some damn with some friends uh literally yesterday yeah about and like you know we're just doing different ones and we got the category of vampires and we realized you either love vampires or you hate them like really? that's, like that's how the tier list was. what are yeah, you like 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 well no 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 it's like like oh like we get ones like ones yeah so you get like nosferatu s tier you get like marceline the vampire queen from F- adventure time s oh you get edward from the the uh twilight series f f <laughs> you know you gotcha. get count chocula okay he's s. like a c sure but like no <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> But like most of them were like either S or F. Dude. Such a good it was, tier it was list crazy. Vampires. <laughs> what would you say Dracula is? It depends on which variation of them. Just ja- Dracula, all encompassing. S. Okay. Because he's like the definitive about, vampire. What about Adam Sandler's Dracula in Hotel Transylvania? That would be. Blah, blah, blah. I'd say B. He's a good dad. Yeah, either B or C. It has to be above the Edward though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I give. I have to give him that. All right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Next on this very 2014 movies, I have the Fault in Our Stars. I keep on hearing about this. Have not seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's like a romance one. I think like one of the Green brothers wrote it. John Green. You know how Hank and John Green. Yeah. Like they're. I think John Green wrote the book, and then it like it like took off like wildfire, and then they did a movie about it. Huh. And then it, I haven't heard anything like since then. I feel like that if it, this is the category of very 2014 movies, I honestly think that would win because it kind of like caught wildfire. And then in my opinion, I haven't heard much mm. about it, but I may have been just out of those circles. Mm. All right. All right. So are you saying you need to give that one like the, the one for the whole year? What? No, 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 no. Just like in this uh, small category of like very 2014 movies as in movies that like kind of more came for to that, be yeah. and then died off in 2014. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So that was the last yeah. category I have. Were there any other ones that we might be missing? Um, about that, I think. We almost missed Leave Interstellar, apparently. I know. All right. So let's go through all of our winners. Well, final verdict. Do you think 2014 was a good year of movies? Oh, dude, it was an amazing year. Yeah. Amazing year. Yeah, there was there were some good ones. I think um, I think the thing was, though, there's so many movies in that year that it's it was tough to catch everything. I mean, hell, there's like... I feel like there's so many that we listed off that we still haven't watched. True. Also, this was, like, one of the last years where we weren't able to drive. Like, starting in, like, 2016 is when we yeah. were able to drive and we could actually go see movies, like, ourselves. Like, we yeah. couldn't do that at this point. We were kind of at the whim and, and back in of this our day, And there weren't, wasn't streaming. There was no streaming services. Back in my day. <laughs> we That's had so DVDs. That was, and yeah. we just start again Blu-ray. Yeah. All right, so, so let's go through the winners of each one and determine what the best movie of 2014 was, in our opinion. So we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, mm-hmm. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Maze Runner, Neighbors, The Imitation Game, which is the Bandit Cumberbatch one, World War II. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Muppets <laughs> Most Wanted, The Lego Movie, and The Fault in Our Stars. Oh. I think let, let's talk about ones we can get rid of. I think we can get rid of The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Neighbors, Agreed. Maze Agreed. Runner, Agreed. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Agreed. <laughs> so we're okay, left we're with Guardians, Interstellar. Guardians, Interstellar. The um, Imitation Lego. Game, Muppets Most Wanted, Lego, and that's it. I think we could also yeah. get rid of Imitation Game. 
I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's good. a good film, but, but I don't think it stacks up to the right. quality of the other ones. Like, no, impact, I think it's I fantastic. I just I haven't seen it, so I'm personally just not okay voting for it. Um, yeah. I think we have to get rid of Muppets Most Wanted, which I know will make my sister very mad. But no. No, you Wait, don't want to get rid of, of it? it? Yeah. Oh, no, I thought you said give it to. I'm no. Like, no. I, I thought you were fighting for <laughs> Muppets Most Wanted. No, I think no, we no, no, get rid no. of like, like I Again, I think, it, again, I haven't seen it, but again, what we've been saying about the like the memes and like the, the synopsis of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so, all right, we now have it between Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, and the Lego movie. I think That's we should get rid of Guardians bad. next. I think it has to be between Interstellar and Lego Movie. But I, those are I both concur. fantastic. It's hard. Okay. I concur. It's tough, dude. So but... between Interstellar and the Lego Movie, and I actually don't know what to do. Because they both—they're both so strong in their own. Their power. And they're houses. different. Yeah. They're heavyweights. They're the mitochondria own... of their film genres. Yeah. Because <laughs> both have such an like everlasting, you know, imprint on film. And also the Lego Movie led to spider-verse because that was lord and miller like yeah. without the lego movie we would not have spider-verse it's it's interesting because now we can factor in like the future that it led for all of that this. yeah i think this was christopher uh. nolan's peak though was interstellar and this inception interstellar yeah uh dark knight era was like peak nolan agreed dude so it's it's like we gotta get like nitpicky here wait that's great no that was his that was six years i think it was so inception came out 2010 2012 yeah. was The Dark Knight. Then 2014 was Interstellar. I think that was Nolan's three best films, in my opinion, was, were yeah. those right there. Agreed. And then The Lego Movie. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I think we need to watch both of these and, like, determine. Yeah, honestly. Maybe this may be the first time that we have, like, them at the same level, dude. If we had, to, like, gun to my head, though, what would I choose? If I, you were like, you have to choose a movie. Oh, my God. Why didn't I get to skip Blair Lee? And Daniel just became a ghost. Yeah, Maybe dude. that's a sign. The sun came out from the clouds, and <laughs> I just. <laughs> um. Okay. It's, it's the Lego light movie. from the black hole. Mer. <laughs> Lego movie or Interstellar? That's Both so are tough. fantastic. I feel like Lego movie is more innovative, but I think Interstellar <laughs> was a slightly better movie. I think for my, but I'm also like again, I'm trying to think back to my palette back then. I think my palette now leans towards Interstellar. Yeah, and but my palette back then would have led towards the Lego movie. <laughs> what are you, what's your thought process? What are you thinking? Because, well, I mean, you know me. I'm usually biased, like, heavily, heavily to, to animation. Like, one or the other. So it's just like, well, no, I mean, yeah, but, like, that's another thing, too. But it's just like... Oh, dude, but the score in Interstellar? Yeah, dude. You haven't thought... I didn't even think about that. And, like, the fact that I was cornfield, I'm, I'm leaning towards Interstellar. I think my vote is Interstellar by a hair. I still cannot sing high enough praises for... um. Like a movie, I dude, I, I I don't know if I can, I don't know if logically I can't put one All right, or the other. Then I here. guess, well, then you're saying tie. I'm gonna give it to Interstellar, so I guess we're gonna be okay. We're gonna give it yeah. the edge to Interstellar if you're okay, like just with that thought process, not with the fact because I know you can't give an edge. But I, you I okay get your thought process, with, and I can respect it. Giving that, I'm to, saying for me. Okay. For me, it's just I I don't know if I can, and that's okay. I usually again like you know me like with my uh ranking system I, like oh yeah. that'd be like an 8.9 like yeah. these are both both top tier dude yeah so it's just like dang i'm gonna say interstellar yeah, i i i gotta keep it true i know that's good but, but like some, i, I love just, like a movie maybe we should do an episode later this year where we like compare both 
Those are so yeah. interesting ones to compare to because they're so drastically different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So please, everyone, leave a comment. What movies we forgot? Yeah. We'll get forget, to them. Forgot your favorite movie? Yell at us. Let us know. I'm so glad we didn't forget Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny too just the way you were talking about it like yeah we were watching the, that one movie interstellar you know and then I'm like when did that come out yeah oh yeah it came out this year <laughs> all right uh you ready for patron shout outs uh yeah hit me with them cue the epic stars music pushka bitch and Lori, frank rick lisa evan tony thank you so much budging the tier thank you to the shout out and thank you supporters over on patreon thank you to the description you get the audio episode early especially when it's cool works all that jazz and more thank you seriously sincerely to our patron supporters are you ready for cool comments yeah what we got this time so, on our TikTok, uh, where we were ranking upcoming movies, our anticipation for them on the hypometer, uh, mm-hmm. we talked about Madam Web, and um, the, so Matthew commented, I'm glad they're actually doing something with Spider-Man slash woman characters instead of villains, but it just looks so bad. And, you know, that's a good point. Like, at least they're doing something with the characters finally, because Sony's had the rights forever. Yeah, dude. And now they're doing something. Yeah. Uh. Oh, well. In, in the comics side of that, I'm happy with the new Hickman run, dude. From what yeah, I've seen of it, saying. oh, it's looking so good. So, do do you did you look into that at all? Since no, I was at I work. told you about it, and then I came home and gamed, <laughs> and then woke up uh, and did f- this. Fair, <laughs> dude. It's so it's so so good. It's so good. It's just like it feels like like he's back. Like he's yeah. back in this new I'm universe. Back. Dude. Literally, dude. It's cool. like I've been seeing all these like TikTok edits of it, or like like you know like in the comics where you, like you slide and you're like reading it. But it's like the the music they always have with it now is just like 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 he's cooking, you know? It's like something it's something where it's just like epic, or like, yeah. Like, it's like expository or a uh, expository, expository. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, Daniel didn't make it one episode in 2024 without messing up. I also uh, messed up. I said raise money or something like that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> It would be the podcast if we weren't goof goofing off. Silly little gooses. Yeah. All right. My silly little goose friend. You ready for Honk. the introduction? Honk. <laughs> Tell me when. <laughs> when. <laughs> we just talked about what we want to talk about. Now we're done. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.